So Hannah, spring is finally upon us for real. We've actually got warm weather. Spring has sprung. Yes, that's what I just said. <laughs> I just wanted to like come up with a motto, but... I mean, it's an existing motto. That's not new. You realize that, right? Like, you didn't come up with well, that. I know that I didn't come up with that. I'm not dumb. I just like a good catchphrase, so to speak. Okay. So, what I wanted to say before it got off the rails there is, is because it got warm, it's now ice cream season. Mm, yes. So I got home from work one day earlier this week, and I was like, you know what sounds good? Ice cream. So me and one of my housemates, we went out and got ice cream. Place like down down the street a bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a drive. Uh, kind of like a, a dairy treat. You've been there. Yes. It's got a, like a lot of options, like hand-scooped ice cream. So, you know, we go there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go for a double scoop. This is fantastic. I get two really good flavors, Oreo espresso and lemon, lemon poppy seed muffin. Let me tell you, they're both fantastic. So, you know, I pay, I get my ice cream. I'm starting to eat it. I wait for um, my housemate to get her ice cream. We kind of walk over, and Hannah, I had the most cartoonish thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. My top scoop fell off (laughs) onto the ground and splattered. And I just watched it happen, and I was like, oh no! That's never (laughs) happened to me in my entire life. And you know me, we've talked about how I've gotten ice cream cake all over myself, Mm -hmm. how I've just spilled ice cream, I spill food all the time. I've never had the cartoon thing where you see the ice cream scoop fall out of the cone. And that happened to me. Oh, it was in a cone, okay. It was in a cone. It meant in a cup. No, it was in a cone. It was in a cake cone. And it just fell off. It just fell right off. Luckily, the girls right at the counter, they saw it happen because we were right there. She was like, oh my gosh. She's like, do you want me to scoop you a new like thing of ice cream? And I was like, normally I'd, I'd feel really uncomfortable asking for things like that. But because she offered and because it literally like within a minute fell on the ground, I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'll give it to you in a cup. <laughs> I was like, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, because you know us, we can't. Like, if something happens at, like, a restaurant, like, a wrong order, like, I just don't say anything. Right. Because I I don't want to cause trouble. Right. Yeah, I, I know they're working hard, and I know they probably get a lot of shit, you know, customer I don't get service. Paid. Yeah. But, you know, she gave me a new scoop. They cleaned it up, threw it in the garbage. <laughs> so it's just a scoop of ice cream in the garbage. And then I put my cone into my bowl, and it almost fell out again later. Oh, no. I f- spilled ice cream on myself later, and I was like have I forgotten how to eat ice cream? Has it been that long since I've had, like, hand-scooped ice cream? But anyways, I just wanted to let you know that I had, like, any cartoon you've ever seen or any, like, slapstick comedy with the the ice cream scoop just falling right out of the cone, like, that actually happened to me, and I couldn't believe it. I was in shock that I'm like, this is the first ice cream I've had, like, hand-scooped mm-hmm. ice cream I've had in, like, months, and it, this happens to me. I mean, I'm kind of disappointed I missed it. I was going to text you, like, Mm. immediately after it happened, but I was like, you know what? I'll wait and tell her on the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Exactly. Save it for the people. Save it for the people.
Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. This is Hannah. This is Alyssa. And we are back with another interesting episode that Hannah came up with, and she's probably regretting a little bit now, staring at them. Here's why I regret it. Because I, in my head, this was a, a, an amazing idea. We were revisiting a childhood snack item? It's like a lunch. Lunch item? Yes. And I was like, this can't go wrong. I went on their website, found out there's like a million more flavors than they had when we were kids, and... I think we should say what it is we're doing. Yes, I thought I did. You did not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing Smucker's Uncrustables. The crustless crimped sandwiches. So if you're unfamiliar with them, basically these were frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You would set them out at room temperature in a refrigerator and they would thaw and you would essentially eat them. We would sometimes have these for lunch occasionally Mm -hmm. or like for snacks, road trips kind of thing. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't like a super staple, but we had them often enough. Right. And when we had them, they really only had two flavors. Peanut butter and jelly with strawberry or grape. Yes. That was all you could get, really. Since then, they've expanded quite a bit. (laughs) We will get into those options in a minute. Yes. But I have to say, when I had to go to the store, I was already dreading going into a store in my hometown and buying six or seven boxes of Uncrustables. Thank God I was wearing a mask because, you know, (laughs) hide my face. No one has to see me. No one can know. Um, So I go in there and I went and got some fruit first for something different. You know, it's got to stay healthy. Of course. And I go to the frozen food aisle and I'm thanking like every grocery store aisle got out there that there's no one in that aisle at all. So I go over there and I see the boxes. So I start pulling them out, putting them in my basket. And all of a sudden, someone comes down the aisle. And I'm like, okay, I'm almost done. I'm just going to, you know, grab the last couple boxes. He stops a couple doors down from me and opens the door and grabs something out. And as I'm shutting the door, I hear him say, oh, you must have a lot of kids. And I was like, how do I explain to a strange man that no, I don't have any kids I'm still a child myself, (laughs) and I'm buying these Encrustables for a podcast. I'm eating them myself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, there are no children involved in this process. Um, I didn't know how to explain that. I probably should have, because maybe we could have gotten a new listener. Maybe. You never know. So I just went with the classic awkward laugh. Oh, (laughs) sure, yeah. yeah. And then I... um, just hightailed it out of there and, you know, went to the uh, self-checkout because I was not about to go have someone check me out. Of course. As we did with the Lunchables, we self-checked out from Target Mm -hmm. in our hometown and we're like, we need to get out of here real quick. Yeah. It was definitely a shameful moment for me. It was a real low. That's fantastic. But let me just run through the Encrustables we have. Should we give some background first? We could do that. Yes. Sure. Let's um let's give some background. I have compiled a bit of background about Encrustables in general, the brand and the, the sandwich itself. Encrustables sandwiches are known as sealed crustless sandwiches. What that means is that there is a filling between two there's a filling between two layers of bread with a crimped edge is the definition of that sandwich that I got from Wikipedia. Can I just say, they really do crimp these 
bad boys in. Yes. You don't get any spillage coming out, which I appreciate. And so the Uncrustles brand is owned by the J.M. Smucker Company, which was founded in 1897. They initially sold jams and jellies and apple butter out of the back of a cart. You know, back in the back in the 1890s. Seems perfectly legit. And so the um, Uncrustables sandwich, or the sealed crustless sandwich, was first made in 1995 by a couple of people in North Dakota. And so Smuckers bought the brand and then they patented the sandwich in 1999. And here's where the controversy starts because they patented a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh. So. Okay. There is a lot of controversy over these patents because the question is, can you patent a type of sandwich Mm -hmm. like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? So this happened in in 1999. So the patent was cleared and allowed. Um, No one had any problems within 1989. But in 2001, they tried to sue a small grocery store in Gaylord, Michigan, who was selling sealed sandwiches not with the encrustables name but they were like they're using our likeness we're suing them for brand recognition this grocery store is like okay we're going to court they go to court and their cases these are pasties right pasties is how you pronounce them right patsies pasties i can't how do you pronounce it help me out here i was trying to remember how to pronounce it and i couldn't remember so pasties are what you stick over your nipples pasties <laughs> pasties right yeah they're, they're pasties okay so i couldn't remember so they go to court and they're like hey our sandwiches are pasties which have been around in michigan since like the 1800s 1900s mm-hmm. miners used to eat them they're a staple here you're coming in real late They've been around in northern Michigan for, like, 100 years at this point. And so they're like, we already called dibs. Get off our case. The judge said, yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, They were, like, rejected, smuckers. And then that's when people started looking at these patents. Like, interesting. What's going on with these patents? Because some people are like, isn't a crimped, like, dough with filling pasta? Because ravioli is crimped dough with filling inside. So then they were like, can you patent that design because it's used in so many other things? Like a dumpling. Exactly. Dumplings was the other example as well. Dumplings, ravioli, different types of pastas. Mm -hmm. In 2004, they tried to patent the process of making the sandwich, the Uncrustables sandwich. And they got rejected, of course, because it's like, can you patent how you make a sandwich? One company, specifically. No. And so, as of 2013, Uncrustables are unpatented. Unpatented. They're sold unpatented. Because it's just like, how do you patent a sandwich? That's true. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to mention is, I couldn't really find a lot of information on sales or, you know, the business side of it. But what can I can say is that there used to be Uncrustable grilled cheese sandwiches, mm-hmm. which I had remembered eating and was curious if we could find it. And it turns out that they were discontinued at some point in the 2000s, 2010s, 2000s. Right. But I do remember eating them maybe once or twice. Yes. And yes. that is what I have 
about Uncrustables. Okay. Very interesting to go on Wikipedia and just the only thing on there is just patent controversy, patent listing, and I'm like, what is this? It's also funny that it ties into Michigan. Exactly. And like stuff we're familiar with. Exactly. Because we've had um, pasties before. Yeah. They're, they're basically like a meat, uh, like a chicken pot pie, but just a lot of dough. It's a lot of dough. It's yeah. like if you ate pizza dough, but you f- it's like a calzone kind of. But it's filled with like either beef, beef or chicken, or ch- like yeah. potatoes, like yeah. carrots. And it's like a sealed sandwich. Right. And essentially what it was used is um, for miners in northern Michigan mm-hmm. um, has a lot of mines and mine shafts, especially in the early 1900s, late 1800s. And so that was a common food to feed the miners. It was also created, I believe when I was looking it up, in Cornwall, England, which is where our ancestors yes. are from. But it came from there, and the Englishmen right. brought it with them over to Michigan, as there is, there was a large influx of people moving to Michigan from England. Yes. Okay, so I'm just going to run through what the options we have. Yes. So I could not find, there's just a normal peanut butter, so it's just the bread and peanut butter. It's just straight peanut butter. Yes, <laughs> could not find that anywhere, probably not a huge loss. Um, so we have the classic, the peanut butter and strawberry jam. There's the peanut butter and grape jelly. And then there's also a chocolate-flavored hazelnut spread sandwich, a peanut butter and honey spread sandwich. On wheat bread. On wheat bread. There's um, a turkey and Colby Jack roll-up, and an uncured ham and cheddar roll-ups. And then there are two that are ones you, like, heat up, which would be barbecue chicken and taco. Which Which we're a little concerned about. I'm concerned about these roll-ups because they're, like, gray. Yeah, so the Uncrustables brand has been expanded. These are literally, I don't understand why they're considered Uncrustables, because they literally are just, they're just like rolls. They're like, they're like meat and cheese rolls. The other ones that I don't want to speak of or think of yet, because we have to heat them up in the microwave, it's just like a pizza roll, but you're getting one with taco and one with barbecue chicken. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So um, we're not prepared. We're going to jump into it. Yeah. So we're going to just start and we're going to do all the sandwiches together. We're going to do the wraps and then we're going to follow up with heated up stuff. Now we have um, drinks to help us because we are definitely going to get bread mouth. Why are you? Why are you laughing? You don't like that? What's bread mouth? You don't know what bread mouth is? Never heard that phrase. It's so for me, bread mouth is like when. You're eating, like, pizza, and you get to the part where there's a lot of crust left, and, like, your mouth gets all dry, so you can't, like, chew the crust, you know, without a drink. So dry mouth. But bread mouth. It's specifically with bread. Did you make that up, or is that a phrase? I don't know. I just, that's, like, what I call anytime I have to eat a lot of bread. I don't really, I've never really liked crust in general, like, pizza crust. It has to be a very specific type of crust for me to want to eat it. And, or just a lot of bread in general. Like, dry breads. I don't know. I just, like, have a hard time eating breads without, like, jam or butter or, you know, milk or just something. Some liquid well, I, Yeah, I don't usually just it. eat plain bread. But yeah, so bread mouth. Okay. Just a lo- sure. large, mass amount of bread. I think to be safe, let's start with one we're familiar with. Okay. We're going to start with the peanut butter and strawberry jam sandwich. Now, Hannah, we should also mention that they do make some of these in reduced sugar. Yeah. If you're already eating unhealthy sandwiches, which essentially have no nutritional value, what is difference is it going to make if it's 
low sugar. Right. So far, it looks like what I remember it looking like. Yeah, definitely. You can smell the peanut butter right away. You sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of its mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that is pretty much exactly how I remember it. Same. Which is interesting because I felt like with the Lunchables, some of them were not how I remember them. I think this one is fairly accurate. I don't think they've really changed the ingredients or recipe much. Right. We usually only got the strawberry as we were strawberry jelly, peanut butter and jelly people Right. in in a general sense, even without the Uncrustables. I mean, for something that was just frozen like an hour ago, like it's not horrible. It's, I mean, I could eat that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to because I bought all those and I'm not, (laughs) they're not going to (laughs) waste. I mean, I could eat that. I I mean, I wouldn't be happy with the lack of nutritional value, but I mean, if I prefer like a snack or or if I need something. Yeah. Okay. Now, I think we should probably wait on the grape jelly because in case these two are horrible, I feel like that's the second safest one. Okay. So which one would you like to do next? I think we should do the honey. Okay. So this is a peanut butter and honey and this is on wheat bread. The only one that's on wheat bread. Now, I don't think I've ever eaten a peanut butter and honey sandwich. No. I've certainly had peanut butter and banana. I've had peanut butter and marshmallow fluff, which was... They should have made a marshmallow fluff. I know. That would have been so good. Although, I don't know if that was a common sandwich, to be honest. Yeah, if anyone's eaten a peanut butter marshmallow fluff sandwich, let us know. Yeah, certainly a lot more when we were younger. We stopped eating them at some point. They were so good. I mean, they're good, but it's also just pure sugar. It's just straight up marshmallow. On a sandwich. Oh. Ew. Ew. <laughs> that looks gross. That doesn't look like honey. <laughs> oh my god. That looks nasty. Here, that doesn't look like honey. Ew. It looks like jelly. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Okay, so it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think the problem is the honey and the peanut butter kind of just blend into one flavor. Yeah, like, sometimes I can get a little bit of the, like, sweetness, and then I can get the peanut butter flavor, but it's, like, they don't, like, combine to create, like, a new good flavor. Because I think the nice thing about jelly is it kind of, like, that mesh of flavors, they both come through. Right. With this, it was just, like, there was a little hint of sweetness and honey, but I mostly just tasted peanut butter. Yeah. It wasn't bad, though. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, I would eat it. So let's do the chocolate flavored hazelnut spread, which is basically just like a Nutella peanut butter sandwich. Yes. So we, I knew people growing up who ate Nutella sandwiches, Mm -hmm. but we like never bought Nutella. No, we didn't really eat Nutella a lot. I think maybe we got it once because we like asked for it. We were like, can you please buy Nutella so we can eat Nutella sandwiches? We did get, um, for car trips, I remember we used to get those little Nutella and like pretzel dippers. Mm -hmm. Maybe once or twice we got those. But I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan of Nutella. No, I can tell you, Nutella is very popular in other countries. Yeah. Um, I went to a grocery store and the Nutella was like significantly more expensive than like everything else in the store. Mm -hmm. It was like, if most things were like a dollar, the Nutella was like six dollars. Right. Yeah. People love Nutella. Yeah. Oh, there's no peanut butter? Oh. Okay. So there's no peanut butter in here. It's just straight Nutella. It's just straight Nutella. Well- their their brand of Nutella. Okay. Okay. I don't. So, oh, go ahead. Okay. So, I thought I was gonna like this one more than the peanut butter and honey, just on the fact that it's Nutella or excuse me, chocolate flavored hazelnut, hazelnut spread. spread. But honestly, it wasn't that good. I'd rather have just eaten straight 
chocolate hazelnut spread, mm-hmm. like on a spoon, then eat it between two pieces of white bread. I think the, I think if it was peanut butter Nutella, it would have been better. I think so too. I think the problem is it essentially just tastes like you're eating melted chocolate. Yeah, between two like really squishy pieces of bread that don't add anything to right. it. Right. It takes yeah. away from it. It's not great. Okay, so we're going to finish off the last of the normal sandwiches, so to speak. Yes. So it's going to be the peanut butter and grape jelly. So normally, yeah, I'd be more of a raspberry or strawberry jelly jam person with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But I don't, like, hate grape jelly, but I don't know why, like, did I not, like, did I dislike grape jelly? Or did we just not get grape jelly? I mean, I like grape jelly. Also, like, our favorite thanksgiving appetizer involves grape jelly yes our little wieners little wieners with cocktail sauce and grape jelly yes don't knock it till you try it it's fantastic very good um but i i'm not a huge fan of grape flavor maybe that's it but i don't mind grape jelly i just like all growing up i like never had grape like pb and j's with grape jelly okay so i think the ratio of jelly to (laughs) peanut butter was definitely off yeah, I think we got a bad sandwich. There was a lot of peanut butter, not a lot of grape jelly. I could taste the grape jelly, but it was very peanut butter heavy. <laughs> but I will say, like, it's enjoyable. Yeah, it was fine. Like, I I mean, I ate the whole thing. I ate most of mine. <laughs> I didn't eat the whole thing, but I ate most yeah. of it. It got to the point where the peanut butter was too much, and I really couldn't chew anything else in my mouth. It was too thick. But I imagine if the ratio would have been the same as the strawberry, mm-hmm. then yeah, I would have liked it to a, a similar amount. I agree. This is... I've been dreading this. I have too. Now we get into the unknown territory, which any one of these could just... Surprise us. Shock us. Disgust us. Who's to say, really? We're about to find out. Would you rather start with turkey or ham? Start with ham, because I'm going to like at least... I'm not going to like it as much as turkey. So this is more specifically... Oh, it looks gross. (laughs) Uncured ham, cheddar, and... Roll-ups. No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I see. (laughs) And, um... Cheddar... uh, What? New... Newfuffle... Newfuffle... (laughs) Newfuffle... Did you think I didn't know how to say roll-ups? I just didn't know you were looking. Okay. We're just... It's so thin. We'll knock it... Okay. This is an uncured ham and cheddar roll-up. With some other cheeses. And it just, it looks bad. I think it's bad. like soft cheese. I think it's like a cream cheese, maybe. It looks really There's gross. no like dressing or mayo or mustard or anything. So I feel like it's just going to be extremely dry. They also, the bread looks really dry. Also the fact that this was frozen and you're just thawing it and eating it. Yeah. Really. It also says on here, thaw, eat immediately. <laughs> so, you know. You can't let that go bad. That uncured ham. <laughs> We should say that they come with four small rolls in a pack. It doesn't even smell like meat or cheese. (laughs) Which is concerning. It doesn't smell like Santa either. Yeah, see, it's like soft cheese. You see, like, the white white bits. All right. Good luck. Okay, that essentially had no flavor. (laughs) It was about what I expected. Costco makes these really good sandwich rolls that we actually really like. But this was like eating tasteless ham and tasteless almost like shredded cheese yeah it like is in little chunks of cheese and then bread that tastes like nothing so essentially you're just eating no no flavor 
I mean, I don't know why you would really eat it. Mine is just to fill your stomach with something. Or you need to give your kid a cheap meal, but at that point, you'd be better off getting Lunchables than right. this. Because this has essentially no flavor. You're right. I didn't taste any yeah. ham. I didn't taste cheese. Like, at least with the Lunchables, you can taste the flavors. Yeah. You can actually taste cheese and meat and cracker. Even if it's very slimy. Yeah. Or the subs. I know we didn't eat the subs, right. but you also... I have had the subs before and you get flavor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not a fan. No. Okay, so we're going to do the turkey and Colby Jack roll up now. I am imagining that this is going to be essentially the same thing, but maybe it'll surprise us. We'll see. It just smells like... It still smells like... Nothing. Like stale bread. Yeah. Okay. You know how you have like the shitty bread for tacos, but like not the good ones, like the really bad brand ones? And they've yeah. been in your fridge for like two weeks. <laughs> but you still eat them. But you still eat them and anyway. And you cut out eye holes and mouth holes. <laughs> Make little masks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. This is maybe the first time you'll ever hear me say this about turkey versus ham, but somehow the ham was better than the turkey. I agree. The turkey was like, mine was like hard. Mine was still a little frozen, <laughs> but when I found a piece that was not frozen, it was like jerky it was so dry like and it, it had no flavor yeah it tastes like it's been dried out yeah that was somehow worse and i didn't think it could get worse but it did but it did all right we need to take a brief intermission we have to go heat up our last two yeah they have to be heated in the microwave and we will be back to eat those and i don't know i feel like we're gonna throw up <laughs> to be honest we're eating taco and chicken barbecue. Yeah. Please pray for us. And then we're about to eat hot dogs tomorrow, so... It's gonna be a great time. You know. Alright, so we're gonna start with the barbecue chicken bites. Now these look soggy. Well, we literally only heated them up for 40 seconds. And let them sit in the microwave for a minute each. And they were totally frozen. So we'll see how it goes. I have very low expectations. Yes. It smells like dog food. Like... <laughs> It's wet. It just smells bad. I have a bad I have a bad feeling about this. Okay, so there was basically no barbecue sauce in there. No, I didn't get any flavor of barbecue. I mean it's very plain. It was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It just wasn't good. It's still so. not good. But it wasn't as bad. So like if you took old bread and you got a little soggy, you know, got a little water put on it, and then just added some like chicken bits. With maybe, like, a little bit of seasoning to make it taste like barbecue, but, like, not actually put barbecue sauce on it. And you ate that, and you were like, I guess this is okay. That's where I'd put it. I guess this is okay. It tastes how a wet dog smells. (laughs) Like, if you can vision that. (laughs) I don't like it. Oh, okay. All right, let's get into the taco bites, which, um... This is what I'm scared for. It's beef crumbled cheese salsa and taco seasoning in bread. So maybe if we're lucky, there will be no salsa in here, because I they just not. kind of forgot about the bread piece off in this one. Okay, that actually smells better. Does that it? actually smells like a taco. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh. Like, it actually smells like something that resembles a taco. It does smell like It smells taco. good. Not... It smells better than wet dog, so... This is still really hot. And dog food. I'm gonna wait a minute. So that... It wasn't bad. For some reason, I couldn't stop eating it. I kind of hate ourselves that we both took, like, the two bites to get to the taco, and then we both looked at each other and kind of did the little shrug and kept eating it. 
Like, here's what I'll say. If I had been out at a bar and I had had consumed multiple drinks and I came home and I was like, oh, I have these taco bites. I'll just heat them up real quick. I would eat them. I would too. Like, I would. It definitely had more flavor than the barbecue chicken. It actually tasted more like taco. Yeah. It really was a lot of ground beef flavor, but like, actually decent flavor. It's still, there was like no salsa flavor. There was or, really no cheese flavor no. either. It tastes basically um, like if you took like sloppy joe with less flavor. Yeah. And stuck it inside a wet. And less sloppy. Yeah. Like more like a, <laughs> like a floppy joe. Am I? <laughs> God. It definitely is like a, it'd be like a drunk food post bar. Yeah. I would never go out of my way to buy this. No. But somehow the one I thought was going to be the worst actually is like not the worst. Like mid pack. Yeah. Okay, well, now that we're done, we're going to finish our rankings. Um, we're going to clean them up a little bit, and then we will get to you with the uh, the ranking there. Okay. Uh, last place, I had the turkey and cheese roll-up. I also had the turkey and cheese roll-up last. There was no flavor. It The turkey was super, super dried out. Also had no flavor. And I think out of all of them, there there's literally no point of eating it. You're just eating a tasteless weird bread right crappy turkey and non-flavored cheese roll up which what would be the point of it exactly um so next one i had would be the ham and cheese roll up okay i also had the ham and cheese roll for very similar reasons except it was slightly more flavor Mm -hmm. but still not very much very low bar very low bar indeed okay so number five I did the bar six. Oh, there's not eight. Well, there is. Sorry, I can't count. Yeah, number six. You're okay. Number six. I went with the barbecue chicken bites. I also went with the barbecue chicken bites at number six. I think that there's a little bit more flavor than those last two, but there's really no barbecue. It's basically just pieces of chicken. Yeah, it smelled terrible, <laughs> like dog. Just no one wants food that smells like dog. Okay, number five, maybe controversial, (laughs) I went with the hazelnut. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I went with the hazelnut, chocolate-flavored hazelnut spread, a.k.a. their version of Nutella. Right. But they couldn't get Nutella to fill them, so they went with their own. I think I was disappointed in them not putting peanut butter in there, and I think it would have been better just to eat the hazelnut on its own. Yeah, that's what I said. I'd rather have just eaten the spread on a spoon than put it between two pieces of white Mm -hmm. bread because it took away from the flavor. And without the peanut butter, it's just like eating chocolate with white bread. And why would I do that? Right. So number four, I went with the taco bites. I went with the taco bites as well. Okay. Um, I think that the taco one definitely had more flavor. Out of all the four, like, non-peanut butter hazelnut ones, I think it was the best. It was, obviously, I thought it was better than hazelnut, too. Um, It definitely had the most flavor, and for some reason, I just kept eating it. Yeah, I didn't stop. I I didn't finish it, but I, like, ate Mm -hmm. most of it. I was, the first bite I just didn't get, I just, it was all bread. And I was like, well, I'm just getting bread mouth, so I gotta keep eating got to the taco meat and I was like you know what I could eat this in in the right circumstances I wonder if it was having such low expectations because I thought this one was going to be the worst yeah I was prepared to like throw up so I wonder if that made it seem better maybe number three I went with the peanut butter and honey 
I also want the peanut butter and honey. Okay. The problem is the honey and the peanut butter just mixed. There was really no distinctive flavors. It just tasted like a sweeter peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I don't think the flavors really complemented each other super well. So it just ended up being like a weird, not good mix of peanut butter and honey together. Mm -hmm. So number two, I went with the peanut butter and grape. I did as well. So this is, I think, the first time we've had the exact same... Well, it might not have We been. have, but it's been a long time. Yeah. I think our our Lunchables, we had the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had the same one for the Lunchables, I think. Um, So I think this one, I, I'm a little disappointed the ratio was off of the jelly and peanut butter. Yes. Because it was hard to judge the two. Um, But I do think, even if it had been the same, I've always been a bigger fan of strawberry jelly over grape. Mm-hmm. I think I would have picked the strawberry one either way. But I think the flavors mix well together, and I think in terms of this list, the classics, the ones that started it out, are still the best, in my opinion. Yeah, so I went with the grape as well. Now, if I was going based on that sandwich that we ate, the amount of peanut butter was overwhelming, and I probably would have put it below the honey. But because I know what that flavor is like, I was able to judge it, and second made the most sense, because... I know I like strawberry jelly more than grape jelly, and the flavors I could get of the grape jelly were good, but I like, again, it's just a preference thing. Yeah, so number one's the peanut butter and strawberry. Yes. I think it's just good. Yeah, it's just like a classic flavor combo that works. Would I, as an adult, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, would I choose, like, sugary, flat white bread? No, I'd spice it up, I'd do a ciabatta... You know, some ciabatta bread, or I do a sourdough bread. You maybe mm-hmm. you toast it a little bit, get a little fancy, you know? Yeah. But in this format, still good. Yeah, and I would never buy Uncrustables, but if I had to eat one, like, I, this yeah. would be the one I would go to. Exactly. And also, all the packs, I was able to get a four-pack. This one, I had to buy a ten-pack. Ah. So at least it's the best one. I think that's probably because it's the best seller, I would imagine. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that was uh, Uncrustables. That's Uncrustables. A list that no one probably ever would have asked for. Or wanted. But, I just uh, got a waft of um, chicken barbecue. Yeah. Uh, displeased it's me. bad. Displeased me a bit, quite a bit. Yeah. As I expected, I had quite a bit of bread mouth during this episode. And you told me while we were muted that you understood what I was saying. Yeah, I just don't eat a lot of bread. So I think eating eight different things with bread in a row is a lot. Just like your mouth gets too dry and I could I could use other words, but then we're going to get into territory where it's going to come across as something else and I don't want to do that. Let's just, let's just not. I mean, it's not like we haven't done that before. Well, yeah. But let's have one episode where we don't go off the rails. <laughs> I don't even think we swore this episode, did we? No. Is this the first episode that we haven't had to necessarily rank as explicit? I'll have to listen through when we edit, but we might be able to mark this one as non-explicit. Hmm. What a day. What a day. Who would have thought? Who would have ever thought? Fake Mother's Day. <laughs> the day <laughs> where we don't swear in our own household. It makes sense. It does make sense. It took us over 20 episodes to get there, but we got we did there. It. You know, this was uh, maybe not great to do at 1 o'clock in the morning, but mm-hmm. as we always do, we love a good late night, early morning episode. Now I'm going to need to go sit on the couch and try to um, let my stomach digest this straight up just chunks of white bread. So if you have a favorite Uncrustable flavor, if anyone still eats Uncrustables, let us know. 
I mean, probably not. I haven't had one in probably 10 years. That's true. If you've ever had the grilled cheese one and you want it back, let Smuckers know. We'll write them a letter. Or, uh, you know, tag them on Twitter. Be we'll like, hey, oh, yeah. bring back grilled cheese encrustables. Of course. They weren't great, by the way. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm not no. saying that they were good. I just know I've eaten them and I'd rather just make myself a grilled cheese. Exactly. Yeah, um, you can email us. You can reach us on Instagram or Twitter. And we will be coming back next week with a TV episode. It'll be a episode that is a long time coming. Yes. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.